You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to the mind of the meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the mind of the meanie. I am your tour guide, Josh Chernoff, and he is The Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Happy Memorial Day. Yay! Where yeah, yeah, I remembered remembered. something. We remembered something on the yes. day it happened. Yay. Yes. Well, we hope uh, everybody's having a, a safe and healthy Memorial Day. And a shout out to, uh, you know, the, the reason behind Memorial Day, all, all the people who gave their lives for us to be able to sit here and do stupid shit like what we do on this show. So, uh, man, I hope this is just a good, healthy Memorial Day weekend for everybody. Safe. Safe and healthy and happy and, you know, God, I hope it's better than last year's Memorial Day because I know that wasn't great yeah. for, for anybody. But, uh, but yeah, Meanie, you're on time. Yeah, like, I man. mean, I wouldn't have said it. It's a good uh, job, man. Fucking, I'm, 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 dude, I mean, that's we can end the show right now. That's it. Man, yeah. I guess we're... Uh, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so what's uh, what's good, man? What's until what's uh, with lab- you? until Labor Day when we celebrate women giving birth, and um, <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, where's, the, uh, where's, where's my? Uh, there it is. <laughs> I gave myself the horn. I gave myself the horn. I gave you yeah, the crickets. Please, 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 because that's the kind this of This episode is brought like, to you by the Roadcaster Pro. Yeah, man. Uh, um, what you been calling? No, nah, doing pretty good. Uh, all things considered. Um, good, man. Good. You know, dealing, uh, still dealing with, uh, you know, the loss of Jack and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, trying to help his family. Uh, like, right off the bat, I'm trying to, you know, still help his family uh, raise some money. So, uh, you know, right off the bat, there's a uh, GoFundMe. Uh, there's only one, which I've been sharing on all my social media. If you want, uh, also go to my social media. I've been sharing the link to buy the, uh, new Jack shirt from Collar and Elbow that I'm currently wearing. Awesome shirt. Um, and great, then, uh, uh, what is a hundred percent, right? Goes to, yeah. goes to the family. Yep. Yep. And, uh, Excellent. cause Collar and Elbow, they do great work. They're all about the boys too. Mm-hmm. And, uh. You know, Parasantees finally opened up a official New Jack uh, Parasantees page, which uh, all money will be going to his family. Um, 
And uh, they've done some great things. They did a, a limited edition uh, micro brawler as well. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go on there. Since we have the, uh, you know, uh, they got the store now, I'm going to go up there and get one of the pro wrestling tees versions of the t-shirts as well. Awesome. So, yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, not that it's in the way, but no, I, but I, understand. I, I don't, I, I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. Yep. I don't want to forget. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one thing to remember Memorial Day. Uh, you know, uh, I'm like Kelly Bundy. You put more information in my head and I lose another piece of information that's vital. You, you only, your hard drive can only, you fill it up so yeah. much before you got to empty it. Um, Holy shit, man. But Travis uh, says you know. to you, uh, uh, Travis on Patreon here, looked like Mrs. Meany grilled up a fantastic meal yesterday, made me hungry. Yeah, man. And you sh- you shared uh, quite the meal on, uh, <laughs> and by shared, I mean ate it all yourself, but sent a picture to everybody on social media. Hey, guys, look what I'm doing. Uh, in my horse, Ron Burgundy voice. Dude, I don't even eat meat anymore, and I was hungry for it. Dude, like, uh, you know, it's that time of the year. Uh, last year, we had one of those terracotta pigs, which was like mm-hmm. a mini pig. But we used to so much, we were like, you know what? Let's just get a real girl. So yeah. uh, we drove to Delaware because we're cheap and there's no sales tax <laughs> and uh, got a uh, professional grill and uh, just cooked it up. You know, Can I um, ask you a question about that? You're saying cheap and I don't mean this to be funny or anything. No, Did no, you no. calculate the gas versus tax? Well, dude, my I, I fill up my car maybe twice a month. Oh, okay. My car's that good on gas. So you're pretty, yeah. And um, it's a 20-minute drive from my house. Oh, geez. Like, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about how, where it is from my house. Yeah, it's yeah. not a uh, – no, you're good. Yeah, never mind. It's 20 minutes. You're fine. Uh, go down 95. Uh, take – Well, here, let me put this in my phone. What's your address? <laughs> um, so I take some uh, sip of my iced hey, coffee. I'm going to crack my thing open. Uh, Grab this oh, quickly sir. and noticed – I don't know if you can tell. It is busted up here. What? The 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 top is uh I don't know if you can tell. It's like Oh, I've I've had a few of those in my so I don't uh, know how this is gonna open. It should be all right. It's gonna spray everywhere all over my equipment. Just be happy it's the top and not the bottom because then the can you can't sit the yeah. can down. What do you have first? You got an ugly? I'm still rocking the ugly because nice. it's that damn good. Uh lemon lime. Nice. I got a Mandarin Orange Wegmans brand. Let's do it. Three, We're two. We're going to it. One, yep. Oh. Go birds. Well, that's upsetting. What? I can't. Oh, no. I can't open it. I cracked it, but it's still. <sighs> it was bent in such a way. Might have a I know. I, sure enough. Vanessa's asking if it's another detector. flat can. Yeah, I think we're, we got another one to sign here. Let me use. Use right, technology. I got a screwdriver here. Look at you, MacGyver. Oh, there we go. That'll do it. Oh, he got it all over my face. Oh man, that is gonna slice the. Fu- That's not good. Okay, all right. Was there a shard that you're gonna swallow? Probably. Slice your poopies. Mm. I was trying to make a spit take on that. One. Yeah, no, I've sliced enough poopies in my day, Meanie. Uh, I got a. Uh, I, I never mind. I ain't even going to fucking. 
Um, no, this isn't flat now. though, but it doesn't like. That's fine. It's all right. <laughs> I'm like there. There. I don't know if you can tell. There. It's sl- it's like cut in half, so it's just a slice. Like that will. Yeah. That will hair lip the shit out of you. <laughs> um, hey, I want a yeah. horrible transition, but I wanted to talk to you about. Um, well, first, I want to give a shout out to. I'm not going to say. Uh, I'm not going to say their name because you know we have private conversations on Patreon. But one of our Patreon members is currently. Uh, I mean, man, you you got to win something if you're you're watching this from the hospital. Um, so live right now, as we record this on a Friday night, he is in the hospital, um, and just wanted to give a more formal shout out, uh, so that well wishes can be sent from everyone outside of Patreon as well. Um, so we're not going to say your name, uh, unless you send me a message now that says, please say my name. Cause I want, (laughs) I want my name said on the air, but, uh, I don't want to break HIPAA laws. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if HIPAA law applies to podcasting, but, um, but yeah, no, just wanted to, uh, we hope you feel better real soon. And uh, and you should know that Meanie's had a very similar thing, but it was uh, it was right, that spot right between your asshole and... Uh, <laughs> right on the bad weld. Yep. <laughs> the old grundle. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, no, the so... Peach pit. Um, oh, Steve Goff is telling me that I should bite Bite into the can. Yeah, no, that's not uh... a. <laughs> that's not gonna work. Oh, Steve, you river. The peach bit. What are you? What are we talking about? Nine and two and oh? What season? No, the back, what do you want to go into? Were we talking Dylan Kelly? We talking? Uh, we talking Dylan Brenda? What's I'm talking? I'm talking about the back of my nuts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> looks like a peach. Oh man, the old Joey Tata, if you will. Yeah, that's a de- that's, that's a deep uh, cut for uh, nine and two and oh fans. But uh, <laughs> Meanies has no idea what I'm talking about. Joe Itata played. It was the name. I'll never forget that. Was the name of the. Here's the best part. I can't remember what his name was on the show. I just remember from the opening credits, his name was Joe Itata, and he played the dude at the Peach Pit, like the guy, the oh. owner of the Peach Pit. But uh, gotcha. but yeah, but I think so. I think that area. The Grundle-like area, the ball, the back of the balls, should from now on be referred to as the Joey Tata. All right, what? I quit. Ah. <laughs> ah, there's so many fucking side roads I could take on that, but uh, I won't. Um, but uh, yeah, yes. Another shout out I wanted to give uh, to a guy that I actually don't know and really would like to at some point. Um, but a, a longtime friend of yours and friend of the show for sure, uh, Mikey Whiprack. Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to give a shout out and, and best wishes to him and uh. his health. Uh, Mikey made an announcement on social media that he would be stopping all public appearances um, and then yeah. gave a very uh, – personal look into and in, 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 uh, into what he's been going through um i had no idea that like you know look you you expect you know oh he's pretty banged up maybe it's kind of tough for him to get around the knees are bad the back is bad but he's gone through some real stuff and uh so while we're at it sending out good thoughts 
to people. You know, let's send good good thoughts and well wishes and shoot a a, a tweet over his way and just, you know, wish him the best because he's he's definitely feeling the effects of of his I mean, of of everything that he gave to the business. There's no way around it. This is Yeah, that's the scary thing about, you know, head trauma and concussions. But more more importantly, the undiagnosed you know, concussions that he's he suffered that you know, he, when you lose count, it's it's insane. And uh you know what? It's like um much like when we uh found out New Jack passed while we were recording, uh Mikey was doing a private sign like a private sign virtual signing mm-hmm. and uh there's video of him finding out, you know, when New Jack passed away. And he said something that I he said something that happened that like happened to me. It's kind of scary that we both had the same uh, uh, thing that happened where he said he was wrestling New Jack once, and he bumped his head so hard that everything went black and white, and, and that took me to a point where I was wrestling uh, Christian uh, Christian Cage in Boston. And uh, we were doing this spot where uh, I put him up on the top rope. I go up. I got my suplex him. We punch back and forth. He gets the upper hand. I take the uh, nasty plunge back, back bump off the uh, second rope. And I don't know why I do this because I, I never ends well. I did it against Kurt Angle, and it didn't end well. And I did it here with Christian and just whacked the back of my head. And I'm looking up at Christian, and, and it, everything's black and white. Like I'm looking at a negative of a photo, you know? So he, he said that, and that gave me a moment of pause, you know, just mm-hmm. to uh, go, shit, that happened to me too. And then like, you know, I'm now just turned 48 and you start wondering, Hey man, am I just naturally forgetting things because I'm 48 or from stuff I've done in wrestling? So, right. you know, my heart goes out to Mikey. Uh, a lot of things he listed, uh, you know, we're really touching and, uh, you know, family's important, you know, and he wants to be with his family too. And, you know, I can't imagine, you know, uh, you know, you're going to pack your bag and and your, your, it affects your kids seeing you leaving the house and stuff like that. So look, I get, I don't even want to leave my house, you know, you know, now that I got this sweet setup and we're doing broadcasting from home and doing stuff yep. like that. You know, like I said, they don't pay us to wrestle. They pay us to, to leave our homes. And, uh, he's uh, a very good family man, a dedicated father, loving husband. And, uh, he's going to spend some time to, uh, be a family man. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, yeah. Look, love his his legacy's there, um, in wrestling. And yep. it's just, you know, it's a shit. Like you look at it sometimes and for, professional wrestlers um and i'm more speaking to the people listening i obviously don't need to tell you meanie but wrestling is your life like most like any any sports any athlete when they're a professional athlete that's their life that is it that is what their focus is that's their obsession but as an athlete you have a shelf life and you reach a certain point where, okay, if you're, you know, lucky, what about the next half of your life? What about the next 50 years that you've got, you know? Um, And unfortunately, so many times that's not the case for people, but you've got that other time. And, you know, Meanie, you've been 
criticized before from people saying you're hypocritical when you're like, mm, I don't really like like the chair shots to the head. I don't think that like, you know, oh, yeah. and you always explain you're not hypocritical. You're like, hey, man, where do you think I, I you know, I, Dude, I have a, I, this is an educated opinion, you know? Yeah, it's like, um, you know, I say I don't like the deathmatch stuff. Oh, look at the guy from ECW saying, uh, yeah, that's how I got my opinion. So uh, you get your opinions through life experience. Mm. I saw what the stuff does, did the Axel Rotten. I saw what it did with Paul's Mahoney. And, you know, Stuff it did the New Jack, you know, uh, you know his, he he suffered a lot of pain, you know, from years of dives and stuff like that. So, what do you think though about, you know, you look at somebody like all the people you just mentioned, and of course, what Mikey's going through now. Mm-hmm. These things happen. These concussions. These things. The the physical injuries that they sustain happen in a time when we didn't really get it. Like, you knew right. you got hit in the head with a chair. You knew it was going to knock you a little loopy. Damn, that's going to hurt. Oh, man, I mm-hmm. might be out of it for the next couple of days. Yeah. And then you move on. And that's it. You think, I moved on. You go, oh, I didn't end up in the hospital in a coma. Okay, I guess it wasn't that bad. Let's keep going. And now, 20 yeah. years later, we know how freaking serious that is well, dude, one chair shot. It could be one chair shot. How serious that could be. Um, what do you think? You know, you talk about like the deathmatch stuff going on today and stuff. Yeah, you can excuse. It's like to me, and I'm not trying to offend anybody at all. And you know, but I'm giving an example. You look at the guy who's, you know, 80 years old and has been smoking for 60 five 70 years you know and then you look at the or you even go back and you look at the guy who's 30 or 40 who started smoking when you know whatever but then you look at the 14 year old and you go dude we have known everything in your lifetime we have known how bad this is for you yeah you know there there was a time where it was like you know if you wanted to be seen on a, on a higher level of class, you made sure you had the classiest of cigarettes and you had, your, you know, and like that legitimately, you look at, at old, I've got my old photographs from when my dad was a kid and his family, family photo, everyone's all together, like extended family. All the men have a cigarette in their hand in the photo. Like that was just how it was. But now, like, I look at you, like, like, you know, this isn't good for you. And again, I'm not trying to be preachy and there's a million reasons why people start smoking and why they can't quit and and whatnot. And I'm not judging anybody. What I'm saying is you have to look at it for wrestling in that same way, meaning like like they should know better now. I mean, the people take uh, for granted, you know, people are like, oh, well, your your skull is made of bone. It's it's protecting your brain, but it's it really isn't. It's just. Your brain, now that we know, you know, you know, years have gone by and you realize that your brain bounces around in your, your shell casing, your skull, like a, like a pinball. And, uh, it just, you know, it, it forms a bruise. It forms a callus, you know, and uh, you know, that's where the uh, calcification comes in and the CTE comes in. And I know I've made, I've made jokes about CTE in, in the past, but you know, that's just out of just, uh, trying to, you know, 
brace myself for like, hey, shit, maybe one day. Who knows? You know, I always try to, you know, soften the serious stuff with like light, you know, somewhat humorous. But, you know, my, sure. my, my sense of humor has always been dark and morbid. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, dude, like there was a time, like my first year in the business, um, uh, we were doing a show in Dayton, Ohio, and, uh, it was me and my partner Rick Matrix against uh, Rick and Robbie Austin. They were uh, two guys. They weren't really brothers, but they looked like brothers, so they gave them a brother gimmick. And they did like Has a that Sabu ever happened in wrestling before? <laughs> they did like a Sabu type spot where uh, Rick got down all fours. Robbie dove over off of him over the top rope, and we've done this spot plenty of times and catch him and go down. But Robbie's ass just hit my head and drove it right into the the basketball court where we were wrestling and before you know it i was back in the locker room i was like all right uh so when's our match Jeez. and they're like dude we we just had the match so you think excuse me you think back to times like that yeah and it's scary and it, it that shit it, it keeps receipts uh it, it accumulates yeah, yeah i remember and, uh, I remember a match. I took a power bomb, and just head just went back. I hit the back of my head so hard the front of my head hurt. Like that was yeah. you know. And the next thing I like, I've got like power bomb on the floor outside the ring, laying down with my with uh, another wrestler telling me to put my feet up uh, in mm. the locker room. Mm. But it it felt like. Like literally, they felt like that's like I like taking a step. Like one step was I'm standing, taking my power bomb, taking the power bomb. I take a step and I'm outside the ring. I take my next step and I'm in the locker room, lying down. Like it was. I don't remember any of the yeah. other stuff in there. And you know, I do remember the doctor going like, "Well, if you think you might have a concussion, you should go to the hospital." I'm like, "Well, you you're <laughs> earning your money." Um, yeah. but, uh, but no, it's a scary thing. And I, I, I look at that and I think, I mean, there's so many guys, especially the ECW guys, how hard you guys were, were, were going in the ring. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times a, a freaking week where, or, were, were, you know, anyone on that roster getting the, getting, you know, their bell rung the way that I did yeah. that one time. And I think about it, I go, my God, like. You know, it, it, it's dude. Just a bump in general is enough. A, a, a bump is you know the equivalent of a minor fender bender. Yeah, like just just two bumpers, you know, slightly touching where mm-hmm. you you, you jar, go, and imagine you know, jolt forward. Imagine us as like a normal, uh, like a a, a, a a person outside of wrestling, right? Like mm-hmm. you look at that as just from a fan's standpoint, and you should be looking at that going if you had. Once upon a time, one day, where you just got fender bender, somebody bumped you, you know, 40 times that one day, yeah. and it never happens again for the rest of your life. When you're 80 years old, you're going to be talking about that time in your 20s, that one day when someone kept hitting you, because it would be such a memorable moment in your life from the physical trauma that you experienced. Yeah, That's a match. That's just a, hey, let's work a nice, easy match, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there's, uh, you know, the stuff we did in ECW, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, there were some chair shots, and then there were some stuff we called boingy metal. You know, anything from, like, cookie sheets to stuff like that, which might not have been as bad as a chair shot, but was still pretty freaking bad. So, uh, and, and don't forget the, you know, the cane shots as well, you know, yeah. um, took a, I took my, uh, good share of those, uh, my first year, uh, it all adds up. And, uh, and again, when I not criticize, but say I'm uncomfortable watching certain things, it's from that perspective. So, uh, you know, I, my heart goes out to Mikey, uh, cause he's a, he's a great guy and, you know, he came I mean, he he laid back for a little while, you know, laid, you know, a little low. And then he started coming back and doing the, uh, you know, the uh, the convention circuit and stuff like that. And it was always great to see him and, uh, you know, reminisce and stuff like that. So hopefully, you know, he takes a little time off. Hopefully, you know, down the line, maybe he can still do stuff here and there. Because I, you know, that's where I see most of my friends is at these conventions, you know. It's kind of, they're like family reunions, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's also so, he, when he went through the list of all the things, um, you know, there were there were little there, little not little things, can't drive at night anymore, was yeah, one of man. them. Um, yeah. uh, has a hard time hearing, and he says it's embarrassing, even if it shouldn't be. Um, but you can understand it's embarrassing. You talk about those conventions. Let me tell you something. I can't hear shit at those conventions. Yeah. Now imagine you're you're you have trouble hearing and. You know, like you said, that's where you get to see your friends. Well, you know, I really, my heart goes out to them. You're there. You want to see your friends. You want to have a conversation and catch up. And you can't hear. It's embarrassing. And it's, sh- and as he said, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be embarrassing. And not a single one of his friends would feel like he should be embarrassed if he were to say to them, hey, man, I, I just can't hear. But I can understand for him that being embarrassing. I understand a fan coming up and talking to him one after another at the signing and every one of them, he can't hear what they're saying or can't understand what they're saying. Like, yeah, that's a it's a tough thing. And then I saw the thing where people he said uh, he hears the butterbean comments at conventions. Um, and he put LOL. He's laughing because I mean, you know, you can see humor in the sense that he doesn't. He's a lot heavier. He's bald now, which he wasn't, you know, back in the day. But at the same time, you go to these things and people are dicks, you know. They're, um, yeah, it's it's just like being in grade school all over again, yeah. where people have no filters. And, and you think that just because they're a, per, a, a a public person, you can make these comments and it's not going to hurt their feelings. Like, yeah, you have a license to just say whatever you want with no rep, yeah. re, repercussions. Oh, well, my, what's he going to do? Hit me, and then I'll just sue him. I don't know, yeah. shit like that. You know, just fortunately, I haven't I haven't had to deal with that much you know i've had a couple of people try to test me over stupid shit but nothing to that extent and i was reading we have a his uh, private facebook reading, page where we just kind of yeah. get together to talk about that stuff we don't want you to hear it yeah but i was i was uh you know reading his post his post and it, it really all i could just do is just tell him i loved him and hopefully he saw it you know because a lot of people you know uh gave their outpouring of love to Mikey. So uh, I'm sure he knows, you know, his ECW family loves him and uh, the fans love him. And, uh, I mean, he's given back to the business more than he's asked for in return. So, man, without question. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, wanted to make sure to bring that up and send best wishes to him. And, you know, if you're – 
maybe think think twice the next time you know, as conventions start up again. You know, if you're a fan listening to this, you know, I think we could all be a little more cognizant of you know the of what what it takes sometimes for these people to get to those conventions and the physical pain that they're in and you know, you poke fun at a guy cuz he's gained some weight, you know, not all of us can be can have our six packs like like, you know, all these people, I'm sure, making the comments. Like, you know, it's... it's. I'll say this. I'll say this to these motherfuckers, uh, <laughs> especially the motherfuckers who go, oh, look, the gray meanie. Motherfucker, your hair's going to turn gray, too. So, yeah. and then somebody will say it back to you. It all comes back around. Whatever you fucking put out in the universe towards somebody else, whether it's a fat joke, where, whether it's, oh, your hair's gray. Oh, you got varicose veins in your legs. It's Does all going to come back. People say that to you? Uh, I do have like one in the back of my leg. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Well, I, and I would say to them, the fucker you look, get away from the back of my leg. What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah. Who is this fan so, just crawling around on their hands and knees? Oh, I wasn't you? a fan. Oh, oh, that wasn't even a fan. Okay, I was, was going to say, that's a dangerous random. place to be anyway. So. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. See, so, yeah. Like I said, I won't get sued. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got that charcoal underwear, so I don't want to front give somebody a black lung. But you know, um, you know, no, seriously, like everything you you say to people, it yeah. it'll come back to you. There's stuff I've said. I remember saying as a kid, just being a smartass, and then like I get a little bit older, and then it happens to me. But I don't realize that at the moment. But then like I have like a light bulb moment mm-hmm. where I go, oh shit, that thing I did as a kid, somebody did it to me. Yeah, it's just karma coming back around. You know, it's nature. It's something that like I've learned too. Is is you know I've always considered myself to be a, a decent guy, and and I I try to treat people with respect. Um, but I mean, dude, we've all we've all said an inappropriate thing that you know we've oh, all yeah. made a crack about someone behind their back or done whatever it is. You know, it all thinking it's all in good fun and and just. You know, like I obviously we've talked about like in school, I wasn't I wasn't the one doing the bullying. I was the one being bullied. But, you know, even then it wasn't like now having kids, you know, my daughter going off to school and man, I just look like when she runs over to that the group of girls standing there, you know, and I'm just watching that being like these these girls better be nice to her. They bet, you know, and they all have been incredibly nice to her and, and she loves going to school. But you know, now yeah. I look at it from like a parent standpoint too, where I'm just like, you know, don't you dare freaking like, I, <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not allowed to go beat up a bunch of kindergarten kids, but they could beat the shit out of their parents. Yeah. I, I'm not above hiring, Say it again. A, hiring a first grader to beat up a kindergarten kid. If, uh, if, if need be. Yeah, you know, just, just pull I, their parents out of their uh, minivan and just say it again. Uh, say it again. Yep. Right now. <laughs> No, it's it's uh, just man. Just tell be, the be other nice. bears what you saw. Yeah, man, just be cool. Yeah. You, you whatever you put out there in the universe, it comes back. Yeah. Whether it's if you put shit out in the universe, shit's going to yeah. come back. If you put good out in the universe, the good will come back. You know, but um, yeah. Yeah. So what else is going on, man? How how's uh how's your day to day? How you feeling? How you doing? I got somewhat good news. Uh, McCusker's, my favorite bar on the planet, is reopening June 11th. Ooh, very nice. June 11th, which uh, we promptly told them, we'll see you uh, some mid 
do it one day yeah. during the midweek because we we'll don't see. like going on the weekends. Oh, I was gonna say oh, we'll see you twelve oh one. No, yeah, it's like oh, dude. No, you can't, dude. You can't be there the first. You, you can't. Well, I, I, be there I think the first night. I, th- I think the eleventh is a fr- Friday. And it is, yeah. That's just murder because you know, it's they're packed. But like, I go on a you you go on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's just like you know mellow. Uh, hey, Dougie, put on your uh, Spotify. Let's listen to whatever. Well, I've been a regular at places before, um, mm-hmm. and there's nothing worse than being a regular and having other non-regulars come in. Oh, we weed those folks out. Uh, <laughs> not that like we don't welcome non-regulars, but if you're a jerk-off, you're not going to last long. No. Uh, I, I I I distinctly uh, remember um, what we were at McCusker's one night and Ryan McCusker was uh, bartending. Somebody was just being rude, and he took their money off the fucking bar, put it in their hands, like "Have a good night, go back to Jersey" you know, or something <laughs> like that. Just <laughs> the guy was saying something real f- fucked up. It's like we're, we're we're there to have a good time. Uh, have good conversation, listen to good music, and just don't be a dick. So, and, and the other day I was just remembering, I, I posted a photo. Last time I was there was with uh, Dominic and uh, from WrestleZone and uh, AJ Kirsch. And that was like the night before the last MLW show in Philly. And man. it was just like, and I was like, you could look at the details on the photos. I was like, man, that was January 31st. Crazy. I just worked with yeah. Dominic today uh, he's for the great. first time. Uh, he's always been super cool with, you know, promoting things that I'm doing on WrestleZone and all. Yeah, he's uh, good people. Yeah, it's finally uh, you'll be able to hear that uh, Tuesday on uh, on Fight. We did a little Fight and Focus for the NWA pay-per-view coming up. Um, awesome. And uh, he was great, great to have on, um, as as were the other two who were on there as well. Um but uh, yeah, it's you know, it's nice when he like I, I really enjoy getting to know these people more. And with him, you know, that was one like I had reached out to you, you know, yeah. as like recommendations of you know, and oh, yeah. I mean, I already knew he was a good dude, but it's always always good to him. know that he's re- you know, as they say in the wrestling business, I would recommend him seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Nice, <laughs> even though uh, that makes no sense in the. <laughs> Yeah, you. By the second time thing. on Sunday, I'm like, Meanie, listen, it's been every day. I get it now. Yeah, but I just want to tell you one more time. No, but I mean it. I mean it. Yeah. I mean it, Josh. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, he's Travis, a good dude, man. Travis says, "Mind of the Meanie live from McCuskers." Eventually, eventually, yeah. one day. Yeah. Hey, you know we've got our live show coming up uh, in August, August seventh, Port Henry, yeah. New York, uh, at the Gatter Brothers. Um, shop there that I still don't have an address for, but check our, uh, our social media, uh, and order your, uh, pre-order right now, your buddies and, or your spot to go there live and have a sign it or even your virtual, uh, that's gonna be opportunities. Great, We're going to tweet some stuff out this week. Um, but yeah, so that's when I think I, I'm really curious to see, you know, what our, uh, what our drawing power is <laughs> to be honest with you. As a chance to be very spinal tap worthy. You know? <laughs> Hi, Artie Fufkin from Sussex uh, and uh, they're there, and there's like no fans, you know. Yeah, but uh, oh, that's the biggest fear, right? 
you know. Uh, yeah. Then you can <laughs> you could use every stereotypical uh, excuse promoters use. You know, well, it's a nice day out, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, McDonald's is open. Can or as Tracy's mothers would say, yeah. Hey man, McDonald's is open. We can't compete with that, <laughs> you know, because we every every wrestler's heard every excuse for oh, yeah. uh, it's a new gas station so, down the street. Yeah, somebody pulled somebody pulled the fire alarm. Um, yep. Thousands of fans dressed like chairs, um, <laughs> you know. I uh, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so. I, I can't wait to get one of those buddies because uh, I've always yeah. wanted one. And it's just like, it seems like all the stuff I've wanted my whole career is just coming out within the last two yeah, to right? three years. It's insane. Okay, you got to uh, leave yeah, something dude, for I'll, the bucket list, you know? Yeah, man. Well, the you know, Alaska's the bucket I, list. There you, know, you go. Uh, yeah. All right. But, uh, that, yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, that's going to be so cool, man. Finalizing all that stuff. But, um, yeah. Hey, yeah, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, um, but um, we were talking about Mikey Whipwreck earlier. Um, you'll be wrestling Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, both trained by Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, we're going to be doing a, uh, a six-man tag mm-hmm. with uh, Black Machismo. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool because, you know, Randy Savage is in the NWO. I was going to say, is he, now is he BWO Wolfpack or... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, it'll probably have to be OG. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> OG uh, BWO. So we'll fi- we'll figure it out. Very cool, man. And uh, I- I'm looking forward to watching. I think that's going to be airing live on like their Facebook or something. Like they're gonna. I think they have the GoPro folks who uh, help them out. Do you know the GoPro guys? I am very familiar with them. Yeah, okay. I've I've seen them around. Uh, you know, we've. They're great. They're they're yeah, all, they're, yeah, they're all not, just super cool people. Um, I had an opportunity to work with them doing commentary for their shows and, and including their actual event they put on themselves, but shows that they were filming. I've done commentary for, and then getting to work with them at Starcast. Um, they are just uh, top to bottom, just a great group of people. So. You'll have some fun uh, as long as you're. I've not definitely, sharing. I've definitely. What's as that? As long as you're not sharing a hotel room with Frank, because um, I did before. Frank's one of the one of the guys there, and uh, that man snores like a son of a bitch. Oh and, well, and I told him. Oh, I, like, I, yeah. I've been told I snore as well, so uh, it'll be like dueling banjos. Yeah, you know? it was. Uh, I there. I told him. I said, "Man, I I'm, I was I was worried sick that you were." That you weren't going to, at some point, like, he would, like, stop. And I was just like, I'm not hearing anything. And then it would happen again. Like, yeah. So, uh, so all kidding aside, seriously, though, Frank from GoPro, like, I hope you go see a doctor at some point. Because it's not, it's not good. Um, but, uh, no, they're awesome people. Awesome people. So you'll have a lot of fun on that, uh, on that trip. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think I'm going to spend the extra day there and uh, actually get to see the sights. Yeah. Uh, and the cool thing is, like, there's we're doing two towns, and they're, like, 40 minutes apart, which is not which is nothing in wrestling. I yeah. guess. Well, of course, it takes, like, 11 hours to fly there. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, once we get there, um, you know, it's, like, 40 minutes apart, and I think we're basically staying at the same spot, you know, both nights. So I'll just... 
book an extra night and get you know go around and see the sites and all sure. that good stuff. So man, yeah, Alaska, it, you know, because I've done Hawaii. I, I was fortunate enough to wrestle in Hawaii. So um, you know, to do Alaska, even though it's a state, it feels like you're going to another country. Yeah. You know, pretty much. So. No, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, never yeah. been, but I'm saying it's awesome in general. Uh, but I'm not booked, Terry. And, uh, you know, shout out to my buddy, Kevin Matthews. Um, just in case you were wondering, Kevin, like, I mean, that is something I'd like to do at some point. Uh, I'm not <laughs> saying you owe me for, you know, all the times I booked you on my shows back in 2002 and 2003. Um you know, I'm not saying that I put you on the map. I'd never say that. I would never say that I plucked you out of obscurity and made you the star you are today. Um, no, I did not do that. But, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, but book me. Um, <laughs> and his response would be, for what? <laughs> and I'll go, yeah. uh, great question. I guess I'll just see you sometime in New York. Um, but, yeah, man. Yeah, Kev, uh, Kevin's gonna, a good dude, man. He's Kevin, a hustler. Kevin is he's is a hustler and he's a character and the last time I saw him he's like uh he's like it was like uh two years ago or something and he goes to me he's like he's like dude I don't understand you look exactly the same exactly like you did before I was like you are so full of shit because I because that's like very kind to say I don't look anything even I mean and even if I'm like in the best shape I could be in now at 37 years old I do not look like I did when I was 19. Like uh, to the point where like, I almost feel like my face looks like I had like pl plastic surgery to make it bigger, you know, to make it rounder. Um, so it's like, well, yeah, what do you, you know, I, I go in there like, so what are we, we're tucking some things. No, I want you to let it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, but uh, yeah, but he was very, but it was very loosen nice. up that hem. You know? <laughs> oh man. Um, How's the uh, pod squad there doing? Pod squad's great. We got a huge turnout here. Sean Jones. We've been doing pretty good on Friday nights. Take a minute to see if you can see Russia from the venue. Um, <laughs> and uh, a lot of talk about how great Dominic is. Uh, we've got Sean nice. Jones uh, quote, oh, you're fat. His wife responds, congrats, your eyes work. That's, <laughs> oh, no. Man, I wish I hadn't said that out loud. Um, uh. Yes, everybody's just uh, Travis as star maker Josh Sharanoff. Yeah, no, I, I, I uh, definitely book Kevin Matthews played no role in the success that he has had. I'm totally kidding, um, but uh, but no, he's a good dude. Um, good guy, good guy, big guy, tall guy. Yeah. Guy. Tall guy. Oh, the lumberjack would have just totally eyed him up. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. you though, man, he is he's gotten in such good shape. I'm really happy for dude. him. And jealous. He's been doing the he's been doing the DDP yoga. Yeah. I've been just doing the DDP yogurt. <laughs> uh, so it's just uh, yeah. I've been it's doing not... a workout. I started a workout I hadn't done in. Uh, the last time I did it was back like when when we first did that interview together for a fight um, at the ECW arena, and you wouldn't before the world shut down. Yeah, and you wouldn't know this, but I couldn't bend my arm when we did that interview. Like both of my arms really? couldn't go past like being bent because I had done this bicep workout that just freaking killed me. It was, it was <laughs> insane. Uh, so I did that workout again today and 
I am so sore already, which is not a good sign. Um, yeah. And uh, so I just keep throughout the day, I just keep kind of like going and like stretching, like doing like one of these stretches, like for my biceps, just to kind of in hopes that when I wake up tomorrow, they're not like locked up. But like I almost went to the doctor. It was it had gone. It lasted so long. That's what then or today? Then no then. Oh okay. Like it was a it was a good week before I was able to straighten my arm out again. Like it just got so tight. Like I just you know they're like oh it's let's do the burnout and I'm like all right let's burn out and and it, it was not good. So but I'm trying to get myself back in shape because I have to like put real pants on and stuff. <laughs> you know, like I, I have a buddy who's going to a wedding tonight. He's like, dude, I had to go get new pants. Uh, you know, because you know, in the apocalypse, he ate pretty well. <laughs> yeah, the suit he wore before the apocalypse uh, do not fit. Uh, so um, yeah, he had to do that, and um, see, I don't even want to think about trying to you know find a suit to put on if I if I would by chance have to find some kind of suit, but. Yeah. Yeah, I had been fortunate enough, though, like, you know, in the apocalypse, I quit drinking for a good bit. Yeah. I had a couple of beers here and there, but compared to what I was doing, uh, I'm, I I seem to be down, you know, a couple pounds. So hopefully I can, you know, hopefully when everything, you know, opens up, you know, sort of, kind of, and maybe gyms open up and sort of, kind of, you know, start doing that again. And I kind of want to get back over to the Monster Factory. Yeah. And, when, when things are normal, because they have a really good weight room there and, you know, do some cardio and work out with the kids and stuff like I that. I wanted to so. get uh, DDP Yoga to sponsor us so that I Oof. can, like, I know you don't, you don't want to do Well, no, that's so pressure. I can stick with it. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, that's the worked point. For, DDP Yoga worked for 50% of mine at a beat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anthony Camarada here says, I've been doing DDP Yoga. I'm down to 190. Uh, with 14% body fat. Love it. Uh, that all sounds great, but for all I know, you started at 191 and 14.2% body fat. So without telling us your starting point, Anthony, it's really tough to to give you all the credit, but I'm assuming that that, that you've done really well. I know our uh, our good friend Andy Slichter is like, uh, like a DDP he's yoga a guru. guru. Yeah. Um, and uh, when the world gets back, he's going to you know have to come on over and stretch me. What? Um, but no, I, dude, I, I, I remember, I love DDP uh, yoga. I really do. And I remember I just, on the old, uh, Howard Stern show, they were having some kind of weight loss contest. And, uh, the one guy who won lost like this crazy amount of weight, but then they found out he cheated on, on the, the initial weigh in day. He drank like a gallon of water, which <laughs> it is like eight pounds. It adds eight pounds. So he That's drank crazy. a gallon of water and ate all his food before while, while, when he got weighed in so in the next weigh-in he drank nothing so they're like oh he's down 10 pounds or they're like how'd you lose it so quick and you know it's eventually somebody stooged him off of so uh, yeah that's a great yeah. trick great rib yeah it's a great that's right up there where somebody's going to weigh themselves and you just put your foot in the back of the uh scale to make them go why the fuck am i so heavy you know and they don't Realize that you're stepping on a st- scale with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> These uh, little things. Travis says, uh, um, I got the DDPY DVDs. I just can't listen to DDP while I'm trying to work out. He weirds me out. Um, my issue is with any of those DVDs is like, 
it's the same workout again and again. How many more times can you hear the same thing? Yeah. When he goes, breathe, oh, I breathe did. Dak. Breathe yeah. down into your back. It's like he accidentally says Dak and he just left it in. Uh. Dude, I did the, I did some DDP yoga with Stevie and it's it's amazing. But yeah. here here's the thing, right? I want it. I would love to do it. But how do I know if I'm doing it right? If some, <laughs> I want somebody next right. to me going, "Hey, man, uh, yeah, that you, you got to work on your form." If I'm doing it and I'm just doing it shittily, yeah, and nobody's there to tell me, do not know? threaten DDP though. He will, he will fly <laughs> to your house, or he will bring you to his house yeah. and he will force you into it. And he'll, yeah, he. Uh, did I ever tell you about that time at AEW? I saw him. I hadn't seen him in a little bit, and he uh, and he's like, "How you know?" He's like, "How's it going?" And I was like, "Good." I was like, "Yeah, my back's been bad." He's like, "You keeping up with your stuff?" I'm like, "Well, my back. I'm like, I herniated disc in my back, so I'm kind of like, you know, I've been a little like." And he looked at me, hit the disappointment in his eyes, like it got me like in my soul. I was so, (laughs) and I'm just like. But you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get right back on it and do it. And he's like, you got to do it. And I'm like, <laughs> so, yeah. Bang. Yeah. yeah. But he, he hey, you know, he, he swear, so many people swear by it. Like you said, Stevie, is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so one of those much- things I agree with you, though. You do need to make sure you're doing it right. Yeah. And it's, you know. I think that's kind of like the key why I haven't like really worked out, worked out my whole life. It's just because what if I'm doing something wrong and I'm actually making myself like injuring myself or doing something worse, yeah. you know? And I don't know. That's, that's why you got to go for over, a fucking personal, uh, personal training unlocked on YouTube. Yeah. Matt Mangle oh. from talking with friends. Yeah, Matt Mangle point. is an exercise physiologist. He will answer any questions you have. Anyone. And he's anyone. got a great last name. He's got a great last name. So oh, he really does. Yeah. I, that name was made for wrestling. Yeah. When he wrestled, he was mangled by name, mangled by reputation is what we used to say. And uh, <laughs> we had him saying, uh, but as a personal trainer, that is not really what you want to go with. Yeah, yeah. Mangled by name, mangled by reputation. So you're going to mangle me? Well, more or less. He's got him in the 10 unit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which I have one right behind me, but uh, you know, this, mm. this I've been having like shoulder issues lately. So it's like, uh, but, you know, what are you gonna do? I uh, I made my bed. I am currently laying in it. So, <laughs> you are, are you actually laying on the bed? Oh no 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 no. Okay, that's, I'm the be- being, there's uh, a bed behind you, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I didn't know if we were being literal and figuratively. <laughs> Figurative. No, like I had, I put, you know, you try to do cool things for folks, like a little glimpse behind the curtain. Yeah. And then, uh, like one, the one time I was about to do the podcast with you and I take a photo of my setup, I'm like, about to go live on mine and meanie. Blah, blah, blah. I take a photo and somebody goes, ah, that looks like the room of a 16 year old boy. <laughs> and I just so wanted to just be like, yeah, the a sixteen year old boy who has a room commemorating his twenty seven year wrestling career. Yeah, gotcha. But then you can't react because no, somebody's like, "Oh, you can't take a joke." And <laughs> it's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you know? like you just said it. Be like, "Oh man, yeah." I I hope your uh, studio is better where you do your podcast. Yeah, you know, like 
Yeah, you can't. Fucking you know, I, I made the mistake when somebody criticized me on this show and criticized something on So So Sure Enough, and I just, uh, you know, I, I didn't, like, take it to heart, but I did. And I didn't, I didn't think I did. I thought I was just being sarcastic and funny. And then I'm like, you know what? I am giving, like, as you put it, like, you don't want to give them air. Like, I'm giving too right. much air to these people. Not everyone's, like, you go, people don't like peanut butter. But, and to me, that's insane, right? Uh, yeah. But people, I, I, but people don't like it. I love peanut butter. Yeah. All right, calm down. But, yeah. <laughs> but I could eat that shit like ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Could put some peanut butter on ice cream. Get a little, a uh, couple of, couple of, maybe crumble up some pretzels in that. What do you think? I could have went so many different ways. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, yeah. No. Peanut but, butter on ice cream? Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. What? So, but, huh? uh, huh? <laughs> drizzle it slowly. No. So, um, <laughs> what were, were we talking about? The Jimmy I don't Tata? know. Uh, um, no. So. <laughs> Peach pit. Um. um What's the name of the episode? Peach Pit? Uh, ice Cream on the Peach Pit? Huh. <laughs> anyway, um, so my point is people don't like peanut butter. and and Oh, yeah. Talk about people who criticize. Yeah. I, th- like, you have to realize at some point, like when you look at your comments and someone goes, Best episode yet. And then the next one, and, and then the other one's like, uh, God, we had like the comment of the person who didn't like that I was talking. And then they have another one right after that who's going on and on about how like it's great to just have two friends talking to each other. And like, and I honestly, I see it from both sides. I tend to ramble and talk a lot. Um, I get it. It's the mind of the meanie and you hear a whole lot of me. And I understand that. Um, well, there's a, sometimes where you just bail me out because I'll come in here and I'll be like mentally fried, and then this. And there's sometimes you know, when we'll never know. Yeah, because I don't yeah. let you. <laughs> I don't. I don't let you try. No. Um. But uh. But hey, you know what? I think it's a good time for. What's that, sir? I think it's a good time to ask me anything. I would love to. It's time to ask me anything. Ask me something. Never gets old. Not at all. Uh, by the way, uh, Antonio Santos, and I think someone else may have said it earlier, Nat. Joey Tata played Nat. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Um, so, yeah, we've got... Uh, sorry, what were we doing? Now I got, I, got, I got salt and peppers. What a man stuck in my head because there's that one line. Some 901092... 91... What's the fucking zip? Is <laughs> Uh, what, 90210? Kind of ho. What a man, what a man, what a man. They yeah. mentioned that in there somewhere. I have it in my uh, head because I've just been uh, just binge watching the best of LT uh, in wrestling. No. Uh, first one comes to us from Ringside Rant, at Ringside Rant, uh, our what good up? friend RJ. If you could watch only one pay-per-view for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? What a great question. So it's not like well, it depends on what because you got to watch the whole pay per view. That's it. It's the only. Yeah, that is a good question. Because uh, hmm. there's you know pay per views I've watched just because they're horrible, and you know that's <laughs> like 
UW, even though it wasn't really a pay-per-view, but UWF Blackjack Brawl, which was on Sports Channel. It's fucking fantastic because it was so bad. Um, but then, hmm, let me see, probably, oh, oh my God. Um, oh, this is, you know, uh, gripping radio, uh, grip, gripping bot, you know, content <laughs> right here. Me just going, hmm, uh, um, I would have to go with, no, you know what? WrestleMania four, mm. Atlantic city. So I would, uh, just, just because of the uh, the run Randy Savage had in that pay per view, uh, the fact that he changed outfits for you know each match, awesome. uh, and then you know the fact that you know it also helps that I was there, but yeah. you know just um, the, uh, the 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 you know the the fact that there was another world champion during the era of Hulkamania that still had a good pretty good run because you know. You know, this week was basically Ultimate Warrior Week. Yeah. And they were talking about how his title run, you know, Hogan was going off to make a movie, so he put the bone warrior for a little bit, and he didn't have quite, he didn't quite capture the lightning that Randy Savage did. Randy Savage had a pretty good run as champion. Yeah. So, uh, did you see both Warrior documentaries this week? I will, I will be watch. I'll be watching the Dark Side one after we record tonight. I watched... A and E one, which okay. was okay. So I watched A and E, and I I'm only about five minutes into the dark side. So you and I are basically on the same same page now. Yeah, uh, I will say, dark side has started off not surprisingly kind of dark, kind of negative, kind of focusing. You know, um, right. I actually thought the A and E one was really fair. I mean, they did not stay. I thought they were going to whitewash the whole. You know, right. All the stuff that he'd said, and and but they didn't. They showed video footage of it. They they really dug deep into right. You know the fact that he I, changed as time went on. You know, right. And then there's you know I saw people online take him the task because you know, you know, uh, yeah, because of that you know lecture he did, mm-hmm. and then you know somebody you know you know his wife tried to you know say what did you do and. Apparently, there's an interview where Warrior said he got his political leanings from his current wife and that she was just trying to paint a new photo or something like that of a situation. But that all that said, like, if I didn't know professional, like, say, these A&E biographies are great for those who have never watched wrestling and just want to say, oh, let's, let's watch a biography. Uh, but those who know a little bit more, some have been good. Some have been eh, like the Savage one was, eh. you know, there's a lot of stuff I knew, but it's Savage one was great for content. Great for seeing things that like, you know, clips of stuff, interviews, things that we hadn't seen of him, uh, either in a really long time, never seen. A lot of them are good for that. Yeah. But, but the story in general, I was just watching ultimate warrior one every time. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rosenberg popped up. Dude, he's... Uh, look, I like... Uh, nothing against Mr. Rosenberg, but he doesn't need to be on all these yeah. documentaries. It's like... Can, uh, and it's just... I have nothing against him. It's just like, can we get different folks? You know, yeah. just on here, it's just... 
But I'm All excited right. for, you know, I'm yeah. excited. It, there's there's I, no good out on that sentence, but yeah. No, I, 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 I could do without that. I could have done without Bubba the Love Sponge. That too, still so. was just, that was ridiculous. He didn't belong there. He didn't yeah. belong there at all. There's no. No. Nope. No. Um, and, and Gorgeous George was, uh, you know, and then yeah. like her sister who was, you know, in like, she looked like she was in an FBI informant video, which. Which she for didn't no really reason. Say anything groundbreaking. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't want really to be does. seen or whatever. It's like, well, like. Why? So here's the thing. Like anyone that knows you in your personal life probably knows who your sister is. Yeah. So they put. Yeah. I'll just go look at her Facebook. Uh, yeah. That's like, like my brother was doing a, a thing or like Mrs. Meany was doing something and, and you and I were both like, yeah. listen, you guys need to just kind of blur us out of this. It's like Mrs. Meany's husband has, has yeah. asked that his face be covered. It's like the, what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, was, it, just, it was, it was just overdone for dramatic effect and really didn't even be done you if you could have cut those two things out of savage it could have been better you know yeah i mean there's definitely a different tone depending upon who is uh still alive who is still right. a part of the company in some way um, dude i, I mean, wish Steve they were Austin, i wish they holy were. crap man did they i mean you compare uh Savage to Steve Austin. There was not a single talk about. I mean, he's got some skeletons in his closet. You right, know, which uh, we won't go into, but yeah. Just, no, it uh, wouldn't have been good to do. But my point is, do I think they needed to bring up issues he had with, you know, with former spouses and stuff like that? No, I don't think it's necessary. Right. But if you're going to bring it up on the Savage episode where the man's not here to defend himself, or to or or answer it, you know. Or they could have at least went into Randy Savage's charitable works, because the guy did so much charity yeah. for for kids, you know, and stuff like that. He did they a just, lot of good they, stuff. They didn't. I found them to not have a, a an overarching narrative, right? You know, uh, between episodes, but whatever. And and to the credit of the dark side guys. Because they were on, because uh, I listened to Dark Side of the Podcast with Conrad. Uh, Evan Husney said each biography has a different production company and director. So it's not like what, no, for the A&E for biographies. A&E. Interesting. Oh. So. That explains there's a not, lot, though. That does. Dude, there's there's not a lot of you know, continuity the way they're produced because. It's not the same person doing each one. Mm-hmm. Dark Side has a cr- the same crew on each episode. Yeah, the A and E biographies is different people, which is funny because I watched uh, dude the first half of Randy Savage. I was like, man, this is like a ripoff of Dark Side from the music and yeah. the way things were shot and stuff like that. But Evan you know, kind of sort of went to bat for him, saying, hey, "Well, you know, each episode has different different director, different producer." So, there's that. Um, mini Transit. Uh, oh, before we get to that, uh, I guess. Mass well, Transit's brother. Yes. My answer to that question of which pay-per-view, I've been trying to think about that in the back of my mind this entire time. and I, I You've been stalling? Feel, I feel like I don't really, like, it, it's tough because I want it to be a match. I wanted to be a card that has both Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels on it, 
because I feel yeah. like those are the two guys I could just watch forever and ever. Just watch their stuff again and again. But uh, I don't know. Maybe the WrestleMania 12 would have to be. WrestleMania yeah. 10. Maybe WrestleMania 10. But then there's so much stuff in the card that is not good. WrestleMania 17 would be one. Doesn't have either of those guys, but it's the best WrestleMania of all time. And you got Bobby Heenan. Yeah, and, and the cool thing about those early WrestleManias, they started early. They started like maybe 3 in the afternoon, and they were done by 7. Yeah. Kind of. So I remember going to WrestleMania 4, and it was over, and we all left the boardwalk hall. And then, for whatever reason, Slick was walking down the boardwalk hall. Naturally. And we all followed him, and he just like went to a local bar, and we just wow. like, all right, there, there goes Slick. But I went home and I watched the highlights on the uh, old George Michael Sports Machine on <laughs> NBC. So the pay per view I was just went, was just at, which I had I only had seen, you know, you know from my perspective, I got to go watch, you know, the highlights, and, and that's a good thing, a great thing about George, the George Michael Sports Machine on NBC was. He treated it like pro wrestling, like a, you know, he he made, gave it legitimacy. You know, interesting point here by Travis. Uh, going back to the A and E uh, bios, he says they moved up the air date of the Warrior bio so yep. it would air before the Dark Side episode, which makes makes some sense because I'm pretty sure there was something my mom had told me in the newspaper. She's like, Hey, I saw in the newspaper. There's going to be a thing on, on uh Brett, the Hitman heart, you know, she knows I'm a love Brett yeah. heart. And I was like, no, that's not this. That's not going to be on this week. I saw a commercial for something else. So I think they switched the whole schedule up just to kind of do that. Um, which to get makes, those out there which, first. which gives a uh, dark side a little bit more credibility that the fact that WWE is paying enough yeah. or A and E is paying enough attention to a well, want to do that, I think this whole series on by A and E is inspired by Dark Side. I'm sure it is the monster ratings that they're doing over at Vice. I'm sure it is. And, just, and, uh, and listen, I hope they do more. Yeah. The more the merrier. And and I also I'm, understand. I'm a, a documentary e, junkie. I could watch all yeah. documentaries all day. A and E you know? or WWE or whoever it was who moved it up. I get that too. You know, if you and I were doing a theme show. And we're like, all right, hey, we put a lot of time, a lot of effort into this. We're gonna we're gonna do this show about so and so. And then we see Conrad's like coming on Friday, we're doing this show on something to wrestle. I'd be like, Meanie, I feel like we should bump this up a week, you know? <laughs> Get this out here. Uh, you know, uh so it yeah. doesn't look like we've copied, you know, right. the 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 more well known, but uh, Mini Transit, our good buddy Antonio, uh, Patreon up, member. Uh, what match do you think will steal the show at AEW Double or Nothing? Um, yeah. So I'll give you an idea of some of the matches, uh, just yes. for people listening who don't, uh, who don't know what the card is. Um, let's take a look at the card. So, it, I mean, it's a pretty stacked uh, pretty stacked. Show here now. Of course, we have the NWA Women's Champion Serena Deeb versus uh, Riho, which is which is interesting to have on there. We've got uh, Kenny Omega uh, versus Orange Cassidy versus Pac. Mm. Uh, Hikaru Shida versus Doctor Britt Baker. I think Britt Baker's taking the title, uh, AEW Women's Championship. There, uh, the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. Uh, as tested by, uh, <laughs> so bad. Uh, 
versus uh, Anthony Agogo. Can I ask you honestly? Can we stop for a second there? Please. All right. So Cody gave an impassioned speech. Yeah. Um, where he brought race into it, which right. you could, you know, you can feel about that how you want to feel about it. He brought it in right. in a very positive way. You know, yeah. it wasn't like he was being derogatory towards people. And, no. you know, and he was talking about the, the, the you know, the beauty of the fact that, you know, um, that it was a uni- unifying speech. Yeah, that was the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people had a lot of opinions on it. And the response was that it was that they pretty much ran it in front of a, a test group. Yeah. Like, what they- the. F- what he said? He said he did a, a, a focus group. A focus group. Focus, and a study group or whatever that word. <laughs> focus focus group and a workshop. Yeah, and like he's like because people what really is- pay a lot of attention to his promos and everything. It's like, look, I love Cody. I have nothing but respect for the guy. Um, I love his his ability to to, you know, do a promo. I was looking at it going like. I don't know. I was like cross between I don't believe you and I don't want to believe you. <laughs> like I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about that and I love AEW. I want it to be successful. Uh I want competition for WWE. It just brings out the best in everybody. But then like I see certain things. And uh, I don't know if I'm making a reference here that's going to go over anybody's head and I'll be like, huh, what? But it's like, uh, it's like this, th- th- there's a series of docu- fake documentaries done by Eugene Levy and Christopher Guest. And it's like, I feel like I'm watching Waiting for Guffman, <laughs> uh, this fake documentary uh, where, and just the fact they said he, he did a test group and a workshop on his promo. I'm just, I'm, 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 what's her name? Um, oh my God. Uh, she was the, uh, indie, she's like the indie darling of uh, acting. But that whole crew, the Eugene Levy, Christopher Guest, uh, you know, they did Best in Show. They did uh, mm-hmm. Waiting for Guffman, A Mighty Wind. It just I feel like I'm watching that when I hear some of this this stuff that's going on behind the scenes and it's just like it, it's man, p- it's really please weird. don't please don't goof this opportunity up please don't yeah. goof it up I I want AEW to be around for a million years me too and it seems like a lot has changed with AEW behind the scenes yeah. in front of the camera seems like it's kind of gotten off the track but. Uh, but we also have, we've got Miro defending the TNT title against Lance Archer. Uh, we've got Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Um, we've got the Casino Battle Royale. We've got uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Um, still kind of think it's weird, Scorpio Sky. They split him up from SCU to put him in a tag team with Ethan Page, but whatever. Uh, Sting is first match. Uh, uh, give, first me, give, give me one. Give me one second. So, what's the deal with SCU? Uh, Christopher Daniels retired. I don't know if he's actually retired or not. Um, would be a great. I mean, if he's gonna retire, that would have been a great, great way to do it. 
um, is, go out is, as like Fra- a bloody is mess. Frankie like, still rest- is, is Frankie still Frankie's wrestling? Frankie's still there. He's still wrestling, doing so, his thing. I mean, so Chris Daniels works does, behind the why, scenes. So why does so why does SCDU have to break up because one member is retiring? Why can't well, they still be Scorpio's SCDU? already been off on his own. Uh, right. Um, uh, he like unofficially split from them, but um, I don't know. Um it also, to uh, me, there's something I've always, as like an action figure guy, I've always kind yeah. of, and I don't mean just because I'm an action figure guy, <laughs> uh, go to cellatoys.net if you're outside the U.S., or of course go to mindofthemeanie.bigcartel.com. Mindofthemeanie.com, get your figures inside the U.S. Uh, we're yeah. still shipping every day. Every time we're like, oh, we're done. All the orders have been filled. We are very lucky that they keep on coming. Um, um, but, uh, but no, uh, they, they just released right now SCU figures. Now, it takes a long time to produce these figures, you know. But, yeah. but I look at it and I go, they've known for months and mo- six months, if not a year, yeah. what figures are coming out in what line. To me, why do you have Scorpio Sky? So it's Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, and they come with the tag belts. To me, yeah. you don't have to put the tag titles on them, but they should be, if those figures are being released right now, they should be a prime part of Dynamite as a team. Right. Because you're promoting right. that. Not where now they're wearing different gear and they're totally out of, you know. But anyway, um, Anyway, um, Travis has us on his guitar workbench now, has our figures there. That's awesome, man. Send a picture. Nice. Thank um, you. That's really cool. Oh, the um, actress's name I was trying to think of was Parker Posey. Oh, Parker Posey. Okay. Yeah, she was in all those movies, too. I could see, like, somebody next to sitting next to Parker Posey giving this, like, speech like they do in doc- – or, like, interview like they do in documentaries, and it's just – yeah, it's just, it's, it's AEW is getting away from the thing I was hoping it would be, which was, I was hoping when, you know, when they, they announced AEW, I was hoping it was going to be American New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, because you had all this great talent. Well, you still have all this great talent. Yeah. And they were like, we're going to present it as a sport. That's awesome. Do that. Do that thing. You know, the, and like I, you know, I said, I've had my thing with Impact where, I loved Impact. I, well, I loved it when it was TNA, and then when they stri- tried to do the Monday Night Wars and compete with WWE, they lost their way. They tried to become Vince. They hired all the WWE guys and buried all their homegrown talent. I was like, oh, Jesus, come on, man. And that kind of why I'm, I've am i been holding a grudge with Impact, yeah. not not against the wrestlers, but just the, the concept of Impact and TNA. These guys had the golden goose. You had the chance to be something different and unique. And now I I don't want to see AEW going down that same path where it's just the please, nice thing is please please be good. Please be good. Yeah. The nice thing is I mean please. the ratings are solid. They've got more opportunities. They're moving dynamite to TBS. They're so what are they going to do with the show? TNT belt? Are they going Apparently to Apparently it's staying TNT? as the TNT belt. They're still going to have a show on TNT. In but you can only defend it on title. it should have been the TV title. Yeah. This is kind of, I don't know, yeah. whatever. And that's saying they're in their bubble. They're doing their thing and, you know. 
But uh, but as far as Matt, the match you think is going to stand out. Um, Sting is back, first time in the ring, having a match since Seth Rollins. Um, he's in a tag match with Darby Allen. We got the Young Bucks defending the tag tag titles against Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Um, we got a lot of great matches here. The, uh, of course, the Stadium Stampede match. Uh, if the inner circle loses, they must disband as a team forever. Um, I don't know. Because I was so caught up in the figuring out the SCU thing. Well, the good uh, news is I just realized that the pay-per-view will have aired by the time this episode airs. So, so I, I could, I'll... Probably be completely yeah. wrong. So it was match four room. was the match of the night. I think we can all agree. Yeah, well, yeah, match four and a half. Um, it was the backstage segment. Yeah. Um, all I'm right. rooting for catering. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Uh, Kenneth Smithson. <laughs> if you could have gone after any title during your career, which would you have chosen? Does it have to be a title that was in existence while I was having my career or any belt in? Well, we know the belt that you love. So let's let's say the title. My favorite belt of all time is the UWF TV title. Um, I was fortunate enough to challenge for the Intercontinental belt twice. Um, but I would love to have been like a WWE or ECW tag team champion, you know. There was a, there was talk about me and Stevie potentially being tag team champions when I first got in, and for whatever reason it didn't happen. You, and, uh, I think, right before I left for WWE, me and Nova were having such a a good run that I think we could have had a chance at the to hold the ECW tag belts. Our you know this is me and Nova, but uh, yeah, either. I would have loved to have been an ECW tag team champion or WWE tag team champion. I'm a, I'm a tag team wrestler, really, you know, just mm-hmm. by nature. But I, the way I was, tra- I trained and then Al naturally put me in a tag team and I just became so used to t- being in tag teams that when I went to ECW, I was part of a, t- a team. Yeah. You know, and then I go to WWE, I'm part of the job squad, which is a team. So basically I'm a tag team wrestler and uh, I would have loved to help one of those two tag teams. Um, Championships, not the actual teams. <laughs> like to hold those teams in the palm of my hand. Like you can hold in the palm of your hand. Mind of the meaning action figures. Nice. Um, Chris. At Chris WD 2009. What are some of the things Josh and Blue Meanie do to save money during their wrestling careers as wrestlers are new? <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, let's see, one hour, 30 minutes, this is, uh, 10 minutes, we're having a bit of a, a beware of dog in your house situation here. Um, <laughs> I guess we're, for those uh, low inside baseball, we're having a storm in our area. Yeah, having some technical issues. Uh, the, <laughs> we had a question <laughs> from Chris WD 2009, which was, uh, what were some of the things Josh and Blue Meanie did to save money during their wrestling careers as wrestlers? Are known to be cheap. Um, I ate peanut butter and protein and tuna. That's what I did when I was down at OVW, and I pretty much 
I got injured and, and couldn't do my job anymore, and I was running out of money. That's what I did. Basically, uh, yeah, I I would just bring food on the road. Um, you know, you always hear stories about guys being frugal, and you hear all the Mick and Owen stories. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you always just ate, you know, you know, brought food on the road or uh, it was just stuff I still do now when I travel instead of mm-hmm. paying those exorbitant airport prices, you know. You know, they, it's like they, uh, you know, step, instead of doubling the uh, the price, they, it's like they triple and quadruple yeah. the price. But, yeah, just uh, I, I would bring my own food uh, on the road, just snacks, like whether it's peanuts or cashews or just little things like that. But, uh, uh, you know, in early days of being an indie wrestler, sometimes I slept in the car. <laughs> so I didn't have to you know, spend money on a hotel room and stuff like that. And just find a, a well-lit rest area and pull over and take a little uh, power nap, and then mm. you're back on the road. But, uh, yeah, just stuff like that. Just uh, If you're going to uh, be the best, you got to learn from the best. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from Owen and Mick on how to be frugal on the road. Um, last question, then we're going to wrap it up here before. And I, I uh, apologize, both Andy Slichter asked a question earlier, but we lost it when we lost some uh, power on here and on the feed. And then, uh, uh, so Slichter will get that question answered eventually. Um, and then apologies, of course, to Al Snow, who uh, it yeah. looks like just from technical issues, I don't think we're going to be able to get you on the show tonight. Um, yeah. but we will get Sorry, you on, yeah. we'll get you on soon uh for sure just come back next week i'm sure we can make it work uh mark and dryden says it's been said by some people in wrestling that the problem with wwe is creating new stars or mainstream stars after john cena doesn't daniel bryan or becky lynch count i believe they do um See, i don't you don't think Becky Lynch was a, a mainstream star or Daniel no. Bryan was a mainstream star being on reality TV with his, his wife and mm. he, uh, okay. They, you know what? All, uh, they weren't doing the S chant at every major sporting event around the world. They were, uh, but how many people knew that's because it was being started by wrestling. Fans. Well, well, maybe uh Cody Rhodes could do a, a, Test study on <laughs> how many of those fans actually knew uh, that you know those people knew it was Daniel Bryan. See, because like I know, like I've got a a, a buddy that I watch um, football with, and he yeah. didn't, you know, he was like, "Oh yeah, the yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I see everybody doing that." He didn't know who it was from. You know, you know it's funny. No, it's funny. Somebody uh, actually, uh, Brian last from the Jim Cornette podcast said he went to a party and uh, he saw somebody wearing a bullet club shirt and he's like, ah, shit, this guy's going to want to fight me, you know, (laughs) cause you know, Jim goes off on the, you know, the young bucks and the bullet club and all that stuff. He's like, ah, and if this guy finds out I'm with Cornette, he's going to want to fight me. And he goes up to the guys goes, ah, I like the bullet club, huh? And the guy's like, what? Oh yeah. I just, I like guns. He didn't know the Bullet Club was a wrestling faction. He would just it was a gun enthusiast who saw a shirt that said Bullet Club and just wow. wanted to wear a shirt that said Bullet Club. So, man, I wonder how many yeah. of those shirts sold like that. Yeah, you know? I wish I could give, give me. 
Like the guy, like uh, my friends who write music for a living, they're like, just give me one kung fu fighting. Yeah, right. <laughs> just give me, one, <laughs> just give me one kung fu. Just give me one bullet club shirt where anybody could wear it, you know, and not know what it means. But, you know. yeah. Um. But no, I, I to me, there's definitely an argument to be made for Daniel Bryan because of the Bellas, but I would say it's the Bellas. Because I don't think, especially on Total Bellas, like, they know him as Brian Danielson. They don't know him as Daniel Bryan. You know, like, I, I feel like he's not, he is not, look, Dwayne Johnson, everybody knows Dwayne Johnson. Everyone knows who The Rock is. Everyone knows who Stone Cold Steve Austin is. If you haven't watched wrestling ever, you know who these guys are. And we're getting to well, a point it, where it, people are, we're getting to a point where people are like, oh, yeah, John Cena, yeah, he came from wrestling. And everybody now knows who John Cena is. I, I heard a story. Um, there was a time Stone Cold was visiting WWE or he was either doing a appearance or whatever. And he saw uh, Cena, you know, peeking through the curtain just to, you know, see the how the house was filling up. And uh, Steve Lawson, you know, looked, you know, looked out the curtain with him and noticed that they had the top sections blacked off, the top seats. And also goes, see that? They didn't have have to do that when I was champion. And kind of walked off, kind of like, ooh, you know, just uh, kind of just light a fire. Not to punk them. Yeah. But just but- kind, kind of like, hey, man, they didn't have to, you know, black out the top of the arena when I was champion. Just to kind of, you know, give them motivation, you know. So. Yeah. There really hasn't been anybody as star since Stone Cold. You know, when you, yeah. you have a whole era named after you, you know, there's the Bruno San Martino era, there's the Hogan era, there's the uh, Stone Cold era, you know? Yeah. No, I, I just, uh, and Becky Lynch, in my opinion, was, she had a rocket strapped to her, and then it, uh, and then it disappeared, in my opinion. I think... I think it was. I don't know. I don't know if maybe she got it overshadowed by Rhonda a little bit. I think maybe? that was part of it. I think getting injured, while everybody points to that amazing shot of her with the broken face and the oh, blood and things like that, amazing, but it killed her momentum. It killed it because she should. They, people were so behind her and wanted to see her and Rhonda Rousey, and then it just. It, it, I just felt the momentum never came back, and and then the man thing like everything in WWE became just too much, too much of this, like her walking around with this like fake swagger that like wasn't, you know, and she was no longer, she didn't seem like an extension of herself anymore. You know, it came off natural. I don't know. So I didn't think so. And that's like we said, not everybody likes peanut butter, you know? So yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I love Becky Lynch. Don't get me wrong. I love Becky Lynch. No, 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 no. I'm distracted by our technical difficulties. Oh, man. (laughs) We're both talking, and I'm I'm watching myself, like, from 30 seconds ago, so I'm just like, uh, I feel like I'm tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, maybe on that note, we... uh, we Slip on a banana Is there one more question? Let's let's make up for... uh, the uh, ten minutes we were gone. One more question. So one more question. Yeah, one more question. One more question. Let's leave on a high note. Um, Besides me saying I was tripping. 
Well, we've got this one uh, from uh, at Takit Okiki. And forgive me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Gourmet istadagium tek ask mini aski. That's my best at reading Turkish. Google Translate says, the only love I want to see is meanie love. So. That hmm. should be the name of the episode. Uh, the only love I want to see is meanie love. But write it in Turkish. So here's the other thing. <laughs> I don't know how this ended up in the ask meanie. Hashtag ask meanie feed. Because it's a response. It's not even to you. (laughs) It's a response to a teaser poster of, I don't even know what the, I don't even know what this is. Where do these, where are these people from? They've got 7.1 million followers. 17. This is their thing. They're, I guess they're, uh, it looks like there's some form of an Asian music group. Tremendous. Um, let's see, 17 spelled out, dash 17 the numbers.com. It looks to be like a, a an, prof, let's see their profile. Well, I probably should have guessed that it wasn't going to be in English. I don't understand that. I was going to say it was like a boy band, like an Asian boy band, but there's 13 members. Like, what is this thing? That split's got to suck. Yeah, and then somebody, so they're putting out like a new album. They're putting out this new album or this new movie or this new something because I don't know what the hell it is. And a lot of people are responding like, Screams, I nominate 17. Stream, Don't Want to Cry, I nominate 17. And then somewhere along the lines, Twitter assumed that this person who wrote that in Turkish, the only love I want to see is meanie love, somehow ended up, even though there's no hashtag ask meanie, ended up in the, if you search hashtag ask meanie. So that's, that's amazing. Um, so there's that, uh, last question, I guess, um, we're do we have any other questions that we haven't gotten to um um okay i don't know what that is oh here you know what here's a fun one jeffrey mitchell we're gonna we're gonna take it home with jeffrey mitchell uh i have to ask blue meanie on behalf of the twitter sensation at ska or nah do you like ska blue meanie bonus have you ever crossed paths with the ska band, the Blue Meanies? Uh, ska, I like some. I don't hate it. I mean, I I have enjoyed occasional ska. <laughs> uh, I have uh, crossed paths with the band, the Blue Meanies, and I was actually going to do something with them back in like 98, 99, because they were actually recording one of their albums right outside Philly. Oh wow! And sub somebody from their label, whose name escapes me, uh, was a big wrestling fan and put us in touch and sent me some stuff. And 
uh, yeah, they were they were recording like somewhere out towards, uh, you know, where Channel Six is and all that mm-hmm. area. There was a studio out that way back in okay. like '99. I was I was supposed to go to the studio and meet up with them and do this thing, and of course, you know, the wrestling schedule uh, sure. said nope. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I still listen to it. They have a my one my favorite uh, Blue Meanies song is a song called "Shit Fuck Man," <laughs> which which uh, I, I I don't even know how to. But there's one part where it breaks down. And they do the uh, Benny Hill yakety sax thing, yeah. which. It's like, but like, it's like, yeah, yeah, but there's like a, it's like a <laughs> carnival type way, but you know, the blue me's a great band. Um, uh, of course I have to pick a song that says shit, fuck man. But yeah, if you go on YouTube, the songs on YouTube, uh, yeah, the blue meanies are good. And I, I enjoy occasional ska. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Sammy Zane's theme. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Ska's good. This is actually, I actually have my favorite Ska song um, that I'd like to play for you. <laughs> anyway, it's not Ska. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, that's it. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, I really appreciate everyone hanging with us here, even though for you listening. Um, uh, oh, last question. Travis just rejoined. Um uh says uh did you did me hear the new tragically hip ep yet i have not but i uh shall be looking out for it, 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 it i think it, it it's 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 got a version of like philadelphia like sketch adelphia or something like that in it or something like that i, don't I saw it and i was like wow that's almost like philadelphia yeah but <laughs> whatever it's called but <laughs> But uh, I will be uh, on the lookout for it. I will be obtaining it. Well, that sounds like uh, something for us to to talk about on a future episode. Um, But for this one. uh, Thank you all for joining Mind of the Meanie. Beware of dog. Um, I think that might be the the episode title. That's the winner. Uh, beware, dog. Um, so uh, thank you, everybody. Make sure to follow us on. It's so tough. I've got a feed here, and Meanie is like 20 seconds uh, behind in the video. So I keep thinking he's about to say something, and I'm like yeah. ready to cut out from to say something, and then he doesn't say anything. But then when he does say something, I'm not even hearing him. Anyway. I feel like, we're, I feel like a cosmonaut. You know, like those videos of yes. people talking back to Earth in the, in the 80s, you know. I am, I'm doing okay. You know, and then just like there's a, that, that you got to wait a couple seconds for a word to come back from Earth. Oh, man. Well, uh, you're only going to have to wait until next Monday for us. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Mind of the Meanie and as individuals at Blue Meanie BWO and at So Says Chernoff. Hey, Check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash mind of the meanie. And if you would be so, so kind, uh, you could also check us out on Cameo at Blue Meanie BWO and at So Says Chernoff. Uh, check out our Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, there's a nice sale going on right now. Uh, you could check it out. Uh, save yourself 20%. 
Go to personallytees.com slash mindofthemeanie slash bluemeanie slash so says Chernoff. Uh, and hey, check out my latest episode of So Says Chernoff over on Fight. Uh, I interviewed Jeff Jarrett. Great guy. Great guy. Um, and uh, that's about it. Oh, get our figures. Oh, order the uh, pre-order the thing for the buddies. And oh, join us again next Monday and every Monday for another trip into the mind of the meaning. Technology permitting. Blue, 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 blue world order. The world of MLW Radio never stops.